Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. All right. Hello. Welcome. I am on to podcast recording number two for the day and I'm fired up. So whatever you heard last week, this is kind of like a carry on from that. And this this episode is going to be fun and it's going to be inspiring and I want you to, um, it's, I'm tooting my horn a little bit, but no, what I'm really trying to do in this episode is inspire you to understand how powerful you are and how powerful your authenticity and vulnerability is in this planet for people around you. Um, but particularly the people directly in your life. And this was a lesson today that I really felt called to share. And I know that, um, the person who I'm kind of referring to, I genuinely hope that this pays so much respect to you. And, um, obviously I don't disclose who people are in my life or who my clients are, but, um, this story is worth sharing and it's taken me a while to figure out how to share it and what my message is around it. But as the podcast is titled, This Podcast Saved a Life is actually true. Um, My podcast, me showing up here for nearly 100 weeks now, saved someone's life, (laughs) maybe more than one person's life. And I wouldn't be surprised if most podcasts have done the same for somebody. (sighs) And, oh, I can feel myself getting emotional. And this was something that um, I really, really wanted to share with you because I'm going to share the story. I want you to get the context. So if you're brand new, you'll be like, wow, this girl's intense. Um, Okay, so I went to start the podcast, you know, 90-something weeks ago. So I'm like, oh, my God, it's nearly been two years. Holy jeez. And I know exactly where I was. I know where I lived. I have vivid memory of all of it. I remember buying the microphone and going, oh my God, it's like $400 for this microphone. Should I be investing this much in a podcast? And I remember speaking to my um, my ex-husband about this. We were still married at that point. But I had said to him, look, if I do this podcast, I have to talk about everything. I can't just share like antidotes and I can't just be like, you know, rehashing information. Like I I know there's no new ideas in this world, right? But I didn't want to just rehash information. I didn't want to just say, today we're talking about limiting beliefs. I didn't want to do it that way. For me, I wanted people to understand who I was. I want you to like me, trust me, love me, want to give me a hug when you see me. Like, I want you to understand that I'm real as fuck and that like if you did see me, you could say, hey, Jess, I listened to your podcast and I'd be like, hey, and absolutely, you know, like that's what I wanted from this. 
I wanted that. I was clear and specific about it. And I remember saying, I, I'm going to have to talk about all the things. And I remember at the first like five or six episodes, like I was like, okay, what are the major things that have happened in my life? And I wrote them all down and I was like, okay, this week I'm going to talk about having a miscarriage or this week I'm going to talk about this breakthrough moment or whatever it had been. And as time and time progressed, I, I've struggled sometimes with this podcast. Like I've had times where I have been like, I can't show up. And I did have a little break uh, when I went through my divorce, my separation, because I knew I wasn't going to bring the energy I needed to because there was a, there was an immense amount of pain that I was experiencing. But sometimes outside of that, I struggled. Like I remember getting to about episode 20 and thinking, oh my God, I totally should have made this an interview model because I don't have anything else to talk about. Well, that was untrue. I was like, I was born to talk. I could talk underwater. My partner, God love him, is the most amazing person. He listens to me so well. (laughs) I'm like, will he crack one day? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I try. I use that this is so cathartic for me, this podcast. I get so much emotional revenue out of this podcast. And it's funny. Um, yeah, so I struggled a lot. I struggled a lot sometimes with coming up with content or thinking about content. I often struggled when I was in my marriage because I didn't want to talk about things as if, oh, this has happened to me or around me. I was like, you know, always trying to be so... Um, respectful of everyone in my life. So the the lessons often relate to people around me or to my clients or whatever it may be. But overall, I was like, this is my approach. I want you to just feel like we're having a conversation. Like I'm a friend of yours. Like I'm just helping you find the abundance you need in your life because abundance was something for, for me. You know, I, people would always say, I want time freedom. I want money freedom. And I'm like, I just want abundance in all areas. Like And that doesn't just mean income, right? It means time. It means an abundance of of fun, of connection, of travel, of chemistry, of passion, of food, of whatever the fuck I want. I'd want it all and I'm not afraid to say it. An abundance of connection and, and beautiful relationships with the people around me and my family and my children, like an abundance of everything because why not, right? And so I was like, this podcast is happening. And then all the fear came in, everything set in. I could give people the wrong advice. Maybe people think I'm an idiot. You know, who am I to start a podcast? This is just, this is no good. Like I used to um, listen to them back and I was like, oh my God, my voice, my voice is terrible. Like everything. And then I used to try and do this, um, this podcast voice for a while there And I'd listen back and I'd be like, wow, Jess, you spoke so well. And that's the kind of voice I use (laughs) in my audio experience (laughs) or in my other job. (laughs) I'm joking. Oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. But honestly, then I just got over it all and I was like, I'm here to serve. And I remember saying to somebody, and this is so cliche, but it's absolutely true. I said, you know, podcasts for me are like friends in so many ways, especially when you find the right one where you're just like, if I need something, I've got somewhere to go. It's almost like a helpline, right? But you can just listen and receive and you can just take what you need from it. 
And I was like, if I help one person by telling, by sharing, I remember it was around my miscarriage because I've have I've had a couple of them, but I remember thinking, if if I share this, is this something to be embarrassed about? And then I thought, no, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Just live your life and share your shit. Hmm. Cool, cool story, cool theory, cool ideas, Jess. And commit to this for the rest of your life. So then your kids one day will have the opportunity to listen to like thousands of hours of you talking about your stuff and realize how much you swear. (laughs) Um, No. Anyway, so I remember just saying, look, at someone as an example, I was like, look, I know that when I shared about my miscarriages on my um, on my blog, I used to have a blog, I had a man reach out to me and say, my wife has been in such a bad spot because she's had a miscarriage and I don't know what to do about it. And he said, there's no one writing about it. And that was, that was 10 or 11, yeah, 10 or 11 years ago. And, um, and it was actually that man, I hope one day he listens to this, he's probably, maybe not, but excuse me, it was actually that man who honestly had me realise that sharing had no shame, right? There's no shame in sharing. There's no shame in being real. There's no shame in just being yourself. And so honestly, number one, I want to thank you because none of you bring judgment. Like if obviously if you don't like what you hear, you leave. But I am blown away continuously by the people that come into my life as a result of this podcast. And an interesting fact, 90% of my clients found me through my podcast. Would you believe that? This is why I encourage all of my clients to start podcasts and why I help coach and train them through it. Because Instagram is cool. Reels are cool. IGTV is cool. Um, Clubhouse is cool. Yeah, they're all cool. But I honestly believe that the podcast arena is so fucking powerful if you do it well and if you commit to being yourself and if you only commit to helping. Now, I had these plans at the beginning. I was like, I'm going to make this a thing. I'm going to earn money from this. I'm going to put ads on it. And that was like, true, I probably will have ads one day. Like, right, that's going to happen because it costs me money to produce this thing. A lot of money, actually. But... um. My number one thing was like, I, if I can just help people, then it's worth doing it. But I had I had this real thing about this miscarriage stuff and I was like, if I can help someone with that, then yeah, I'll do it. And I still realize every single week there is more and more parts of my life that I can share. There's more stories I haven't talked about or could re-talk about now from a better place because I'm you know, evolving and um, improving and my awareness levels are, are more, are greater so I'm plodding along. I got, you know, I got this, uh, you know, top, top 11. I was number 11 in Australia. I'm feeling really good. The downloads are going up. Nothing like the success of some of the podcasts around, but a lot in comparison to a lot of the other podcasts that are around. So I'm feeling good about the situation. And, um, and then I was living back in Burley and it was, it was around two years ago. So the podcast hadn't been out long and I got this email from this lady overseas. I won't say the country. I don't need, that doesn't matter. But, and I, I opened it and it was really long. 
And I was like, oh, because I hate long emails. Like, I really do. I'm like, fuck, I've got to read this. <laughs> that was my initial thought. And it was really long and I was about to run out the door and I thought, no, 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 read this. This could be important. And this woman is older than me, lives in a completely different country to me and proceeded to tell me this most somewhat heartbreaking but beautiful story through this email. And she literally said to me, you know, Jess, I have had so many years of psychology and counselling and help. I've con all these traumas, these insane amounts of trauma this, this woman had experienced and she's now a personal client of mine. So I, I feel like it's okay to, to now speak from a different space with this. But she just said to me in long story short, like your podcast has done more for me than like 20 years of this counseling and these different things I've done. And you've literally in so many ways saved my life because there have been times when I have not want to be, be not have wanted to be here and I have had your your space over here on the podcast to call to. Your voice, your nurturing, your, you know, your presence. And I just, I burst into tears, obviously. I just could not believe what I was reading and I honestly at that point, that email couldn't have come at a better point because I had thought I wasn't doing a good job at it. I had thought it meant nothing to anybody. I had completely lost faith in myself. I was going through so many things personally that were pulling me further and further away from my alignment. I was in pain in my relationship. There were so many things that we were struggling with and that I was personally struggling with. And this email came through and I just remember I got on my Instagram and I said, I thought I was too much for people. I constantly think, Jess, shut the fuck up. You're too much. Don't say that. And then I realized there's a space for people that enjoy me and my content. And I say this story to every client of mine when I encourage them to start a podcast. And so I'm sharing this openly with you because... Sometimes I think that when we're business owners, we go into so much fear and doubt and we stress so much about what people are going to think. And that was one of the biggest things for me. I was like, my friends are going to be like, who the fuck is she to have a podcast, right? Like <laughs> she just decided she's good enough to have a podcast. <laughs> That's what I literally thought of my own friends. I was like, my friends will support me. Who, why are you being so silly? And then I was like, what if my parents listen to this? God damn it, they're going to know too much about me. What a stupid thing to say about your parents. I'm like, well, my parents are great, so I don't need to say that. But I'm like, oh, wow, these are interesting thoughts you're having, Jess, when the purpose of this is to help people. Holy moly, can you imagine what the generation previous to us or the one before that or the one before that would be like if there was this process of growth and evolution happening. Like where we're going to be in a hundred years is astounding as humans, right? I believe so anyway. I like to think on the positive side of life, but I think it is. I think it's astounding. We are moving into the light age. So, I mean, we, it should be astounding, but 
My point for you guys is that we so often tell ourselves no. We so often hide from the hard work. And even last week I was talking about one of my clients who's about to launch a podcast. And I said to her, don't expect overnight success. Expect that in a year someone will message you and email you. And I've said this to other clients of mine. You don't know who's listening and you don't know who you're helping. But expect it in a year. You will ask your clients that are now currently in your realm. You will ask people, where did you find me? They'll be saying the podcast. You will have someone send you a message or write a review or email you like this person did. Now, this woman, let me tell you, this woman who is now my personal client who lives overseas, who told me I potentially helped to save her life at one point through my podcast, has been through more trauma than most of you could even dream up in your head, right? And owns a multi-million dollar company and has thoughts and plans to own a billion dollar company. Now, I, little old Jess in Australia who swears like a trooper, (laughs) was not thinking that anyone like that would ever listen to my podcast, my humble little shits and chats. And I need you to understand that the only thing that would have stopped me would have been my my own thoughts and my limiting beliefs that I wasn't good enough, that I didn't deserve to do this, that I had nothing good to say. And it was the coaches I'd been working with. They didn't tell me to do a podcast, but they did have one of their own and it seemed great and I listened to it and it helped me. And you know what? There's so much beauty in mirroring people that you admire. There's so much beauty in connecting around and being around people that you go, you know what? They're a few steps ahead and I'd like to be where they're at. I'm going to go get under their wing. So my client who's about to release one, I've got another five or six clients who last year released podcasts and who are all having beautiful success with them. But um, on top of that, this one I said, you know, don't expect this to be a, a fast success situation. No, no real success is, right? Like a relationship that's successful takes work, can be enjoyable work, like I spoke about last last week. Easy work, yes, but it's still work. All work doesn't have to be hard. It can be deliberate, it can be intentional, but it's and it can be work, but it doesn't need to be painful. But I want you guys to take a message from it today. Number one is just thank you for listening and thank you for sharing and all of those things. I feel like I need to do that every so often so that whether you outwardly share that you listen in to me or not, that you understand how grateful I am for you giving me space and allowing me to have space in your life. But second to that, oh, there's like five lessons. So that's number lesson number one. Lesson number two is if you enjoy something, share it with the person. Don't be afraid to thank someone for the impact they have on their on your life. I have a bit of a practice where I do this every, you know, week or few days where I just let someone know I'm grateful for them. It, do, it takes a minute. It's really easy. And um, I'm not afraid to be open with that. The biggest lesson, though, is that I want you to understand is that especially in business but in life in general, you need to listen to yourself and you need to open up your awareness around the words being spoken into your space by you. And you need to be clear on what parts you listen to and what parts you reject. 
because trauma and limiting beliefs and bullshit can really fuck us up long term and it, it could have fucked me up as well. Listen to your instincts. Do not quieten down those instincts. Decide to do things that are scary without expectation because really it's just people that give receive, right? It's literally a law. (laughs) The more you give, the more you get. Yes. Being open to receiving and having a nil scarcity mindset comes when you are just like, I want to do this because this is good. This helps people. I don't think about money anymore. I used to. I literally feel an energetic exchange when I spend money and when I receive money. I never feel scarce. My bills are always paid on time. And that was not my reality very long ago. I was embarrassed around money and I was shameful around it. And I was fickle and I was, I don't even know if that's the right word. I just didn't give a shit. I had gave it no respect. There was so much going on in my life years ago with money I had no idea how to manage it. But what I realized was that I had no idea how to manage my state. I had no idea how to show up for myself. I was literally like, oh, what should we do? Someone else tell me what to do. And then when I started thinking for myself, I started not caring what anyone thought. I started looking at the energy I wanted to put into this world. And I was like, well, you know what? I've been told I can talk underwater. So a podcast is for me. And guess what? It has been the most phenomenal couple of years of my life. In terms of the income stuff, the energy stuff, there's a beautiful space that you can hold around around your money. And when you break down those stories, which is something else I help my clients do whether if they need it, is we realize that money is just energy, right? And so the more you put into this world energetically, the more you allow yourself to receive. Being open to receiving financially and energetically is a hard place to get to if you're not conditioned to do so, but it's possible for everybody. Now, in terms of the podcast, if you are a business owner and you have something valuable to add and you desire your business to grow and you want to help people, A podcast is a beautiful place to start. It is an incredible place to put time and energy into. It is scary. I get it. But stop telling yourself you don't have magic to give this world. Stop telling yourself that you're not as good as Jess or whoever you listen to. Stop telling yourself you need to be a certain way to do podcasts. Stop telling yourself anything that diminishes your value. I'm so blessed that my podcast now gets listened to by over I'm nearly 200,000 listens and all these beautiful things. Um, I want it to grow exponentially. Of course I do. But what I'm more blessed by is that the power of voice and the power of my long-term commitment means that I get to work with so many phenomenal humans. And when they come into my space, they know me already. If you're a coach, this is such an amazing thing that you need to listen to. If you're someone who helps people in any way, you need to listen to this. I believe it is likely and almost 100% true that every single brave person who created a podcast saved a life. I absolutely believe it. Fucking how cool is that? 
wow, what a world we live in. (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyway, I deeply hope that the person who I referred to is listening to this because I love you so much and I'm so proud of you and I love that we work together now. Our call this week was so epic. If we can learn anything from this, it is just to put aside your own self-talk and just start doing the things that are going to serve you long term. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead and I will be back next week. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.